Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I'm good. I'm good, despite the sun's best efforts to just kill me. But I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't too bad here today. So, like, I'm I'm doing okay. Like, I'm uh, I'm struggling with something else, but you know. You know, we're not going to get into that here because we just spoke about it for half an hour before we started recording. Um, but There uh, will be no Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker in this podcast. Yeah. It's not but, happening. Yeah. No. No. Um, it's too yeah, fresh. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, how you been, though? Apart from, apart from all that stuff. Yeah. Good, I guess. It's still... Work still slowly chipping away at my soul, but yes. that's why we have video games to make it all better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So honestly, just just tired, just ready to sleep for like a week in like a week's time. Uh, but how about you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, like work's been pretty full on as well, but I've been lucky enough to have three days off in a row. This is my Sunday today. Um, so uh, like Sunday of a long weekend, so to speak, uh, which has been nice. Um and yeah, we went and we had uh, Griffin's first uh, Santa photo today. Nice, I saw that. Came out well. Yeah, no, we it's uh, we're pretty happy with that uh, how it turned out, and uh, he was very good. He did very very well. Um, That's what you want. Yeah, and we lucked out. We just sort of walked in, uh, and as soon as we lined up, there was like three other families that lined up behind us, and I was like, well, we did this at the right time, and just sort of timed it well that he just had like the tiniest cat nap for like eleven minutes in the car. And he was like nice. pretty good, so nice. yeah, no, he um he did really well. So that, that turned out pretty pretty good, and we did a bit more shopping and Christmas shopping and all that sort of stuff. I'm, we're pretty much done now. Like we were sort of already done, but we're just getting like bits and bobs here and there. But um, yeah, we just got to organize one more thing, and then we're and it's like online, so we don't have to worry about going to a store for it, which is good. Uh, and we're done, 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 done. Uh, but yeah, apart from that. Just trying to play video games when I can, to varying yeah. degrees. I mm. honestly haven't played much recently. Yeah, but that's I've... you know when honestly we're not really talking about what we've been playing this week. There's no quest log. No, no, no quest log this week. We're, so we're gonna jump. I mean, it's not even really a dope. I know, but I think this is just sort of like a special episode, really. Yeah. 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 Like. Yeah. We, we had uh, last week. We had a bit of a. Uh, there was a big week. Um, obviously, you know, the Game Awards happened, and we will get to that. That is our thrilling conclusion to this podcast. But um, Please be excited. Yes, please, but well... For, for the results of our little... Please be excited, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... Uh, but before that, we had a PlayStation State of Play. Hell uh, yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, which uh, which I didn't do much for me, but I'm excited for the people that it did do stuff for, i.e. you. Um, uh, but yeah, let's jump into that, I think. We'll, we'll, we'll introduce the other, th- the other thing when we get to it, I believe. Um, but yeah, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that we saw as well, apart from the, the obvious thing. We'll give a quick rundown and everything. Um, I mean, and you say obvious thing, but it's... Obvious because also it leaked. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. everyone basically expected it, and from the second that opening sound effect play, played on the state of play, it's like, oh, cool, Resident Evil yeah. is happening. Sweet. Yeah, they knew what they were doing with this. They were like, well, it's oh, out yeah, there. Absolutely, let's, they knew what they were doing. 
I well, I, I mean, I did like what and they I, did with. I well, let's just talk about it now. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's let's get into it because I did like the way that they did intro it. Um, now I have to ask you: Do you think that was always the plan, or do you think that changed when it leaked? Because with the leak in mind, it was really confusing, which was sort of fun, I guess. Yeah, I think it was always planned because I think it still it, it still would have landed if it hadn't been leaked. Just because of how they introduced it was just clever by being like, and here's uh, another look at Project Resistance. And I, yeah. I guarantee you, everyone was, me included, just tuned out. Well, no, because it was interesting because the way that they said it was, here's an exclusive look at the campaign for Project Resistance. And I, and yeah, the second I said Project Resistance, I tuned out. Well, no, because I, I, again, like I, 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 I mean, I might have been suspicious, but like because of the leaks, I was like, campaign, Project Okay, I, I see where this is going. Um, uh, and then the trailer started, and it was basically a whole bunch of shots from Resident Evil 2 Remake, as far as I can tell. It was, um, it was yeah, the Resident Evil 2 Remake and counting, like, the clock. So, like, you saw Leon and Claire in specific places throughout the duration of that game. Yeah. Um, because, obviously, Resident Evil 3 happens around the events of Resident Evil 2. It's actually... It's why I think no one was terribly surprised when it leaked, because as soon as Resident Evil 2 Remake was announced, it's like, oh, well, they're going to remake 3, because it, it, they're all in the same vicinity of Raccoon City on that same, based around that same event. It just makes yeah. sense. Well, uh, the thing that I heard, I, I was watching, um, I don't know if it was a re- like a react, I think it was the, um, the kind of funny reacting to the, um, the state of play. Uh, and Imran Khan was on there from uh, ex Game Informer because he sort of does stuff with kind of funny now, um, and he was he at the end he, they were talking about like Resident Evil Three remake and all sorts of stuff and he's like, look, I actually had heard that that remake two and three were in development at the same time and were supposed to be bundled together as a like a package thing, and I can't remember the reason why that he said that they didn't do that. Um, but that was that was what he said, and I was like, "Oh, interesting. That makes sense." It's a quick turnaround time. Like it could because I mean, it's coming out April third next year, so like it's it's yeah, it's just over a year since Resident Evil Two came out, which is madness, Capcom. It's, it's insane. Madness. It's insane. Which also, when you hear that, you go, "All right, well, that makes sense if they were going to be trying to put them out together." Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was interesting as well. But yeah, so it goes to, the trailer goes to all the, the the stuff from Resident Evil. To remake and then the clock stops and winds back to like is it like 18 hours or something before 24 hours before y- yeah much yeah. earlier on with Jill, with uh, and that's and i think that's where because watching that i was just like okay that's neat again i know they said campaign but I, as soon as i heard project resistance i'm not kidding i was just like oh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't until they were playing like the first person camera stuff i was like what is this this is weird. Yeah. So it did. And then, yeah, then she burst in and I'm like, oh, oh, that's still Valentine. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's Resident Evil 3. Okay, cool. And, like, just before that, too, like, you know, seeing, like, is it, like, Mr. X, like, busting It looks the like roof. Mr. X, but... It, yeah. Um, I think if you enhance and zoom, people are... It, I don't know if there's a... I think people have been also been saying it's Nemesis, but hey, who knows? I still want Nemesis to just, to just like, wipe out a Mr. X nonchalantly in the game. That's my... That's what I want. That seems to be how it's going to happen, right? Like, surely that's going to be... Because, especially for the people, like... It'd be awesome for people like you who are familiar with the, the both the games and, and, and how they operate and stuff like that. But also for the people who came in in Resident Evil 2 Remake 
never playing the like the, the original version of it and because the talk around it was like oh my god mr x is so like you know oh terrifying boy. um and like, it's yeah it's like you have no idea what you're getting yourself into like with this one i wonder if those people are ready for because mr x is stressful and again i guess i'm not sure if we really know fully if nemesis will function like he did in resident evil 3 but boy he he is just always after you in three so like oh if they if they do that depending how much they carry that over because people are sort of wondering if they'll have again sort of like that intro to the trailer where she was running in first person for every apartment because some at some points it does look sort of like gameplay yeah people are wondering if there'll be like short scripted escape sequences where nemesis is chasing you because it, it would just sort of make sense i don't know I, yeah. I would love for them to commit to just nemesis following you because that is just terrifying to just be going about your business and just hear stars and you're like oh god he's here <laughs> i mean it'd be cool to have like maybe it's the way that it works is he is always following you but if he gets within a certain distance of you it cuts to like a first person mode or there are scripted moments where it's like yeah he is always following you but like you hit a story point and then this is an escape scene like yeah because uh, because how mr how mr x functioned in two was you basically you would trigger a fit you you would interact with something or you trip a switch in the game's code, you trigger a section where basically until you did the next main objective, like Mr. X was just a problem that you were dealing with. And again, that was stressful because the <laughs> cor- so- Raccoon City Police Department suddenly felt incredibly small when yeah. you knew that this, this creature was pursuing you. Um, yeah. And again, if they just, if they pull it out with Nemesis, just with his rocket launcher and oh boy. <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, I think it, there, there's some potential here for it to be something pretty fucking terrifying. Um, something that I will probably never play, unfortunately. But uh, like I said, I'm, ex- I'm super excited because it exists for the people who are excited about it. And my limited knowledge of the Resident Evil franchise is... Um, yeah, like I like I know about Nemesis and how much of a threat he is. So, um, and I mean, you can get a, a very brief look at him at the end. Yeah, of Yeah, you can see so. him in, in the in the art and stuff as well. Yep. Uh, and something actually that I really like—it's just a cool little thing that Capcom didn't have to do. But if you go and download the they, they updated the Raccoon City Police Department demo for Resident Evil Two, mm-hmm. and you can now go and download that. And there's a part in that demo where, as you're exploring through the, the police station, you can hear Nemesis outside just saying "stars." And I'm just like, "That's cool. That is a cool little addition. You didn't need to do it. Just That's... a cool little way to be like, hey, look, Nemesis is coming.'" Yeah, I mean, like they're they're pretty good at like uh, like <laughs> supporting their demos. Like they did the same they thing really, with Resident Evil Seven. Really like it's yeah, we don't, we don't talk about the Resident Evil Seven support. Goddamn dummy finger. You had me, Capcom. <laughs> you, like, dragged me along for that entire ride, and I only got burned. Yep. Um, do you think we'll get a demo for Remake 3? Yes. Yep. When, yeah. When like, do you think it's going to um, drop? Bef- I mean, the game's coming out in April. I'm trying to remember, because there was a demo for 2, remember? Yeah, that's yeah. That's but, what I mean. Like It was a half-hour one, wasn't it? Yeah, they put up a demo, and it had, it had the timer on it, because... I mean, we uh, we did play. I did play that demo at PAX, so that was cool. But yeah. yeah, they put it out again, maybe a month or so after that. So I won't be surprised if there's one early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it'll be interesting because it just makes sense to do it. And and now that this is announced, everyone's just like, okay, what is Capcom going to do next? Because it, I do think we're ready for Resident Evil 8 now. I think it's time. I, I think that's definitely what the next step is because there's but no also, real, there's no real need to re release like to remake four. So oh, Joel, you're forgetting you're forgetting one other. Uh, Code Veronica. Here's yes, Code Veronica. Yeah, Code Veronica is the one I'm thinking of, and it's what why that would be cool because following the trend. So for Resident Evil 2's collector's edition, you got like the if you bought the expensive edition, you got that cool Leon Kennedy statue. And if yep. you get the expensive edition to this one, you get a cool Jill Valentine statue. And I could very easily see them, like, because obviously um, Claire Redfield is the star of Code Veronica. She was also in two, but I guess they didn't want to do two expensive statues. Uh, I could see, <laughs> I could easily see them doing that, just like giving you a statue of um, of her. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we just need Chris, and we're pretty much good. You've got the, you got the, everyone's here. The whole, everyone's here, the gang's here. Yeah um but yes no so april 3rd next year Racking put City's... it in your calendars because uh i am very excited racking city's back baby um for a bit longer <laughs> for a little bit it's longer like... yeah and then we'll probably go somewhere else another because uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's fine raccoon city's fine it doesn't go anywhere hmm i imagine or maybe like maybe eight goes back there like years later don't do this to me i mean Seven does have that DLC that introduced weird new Chris Redfield. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it, it would be cool and it would make sense following on from doing Remake 2 and 3 and then going, here's 8, Look, we're going back to Raccoon City, bitches. Like, what, what it, I mean, Raccoon City's kind of just, well, I mean, <laughs> uh, it's not really a spoiler. Okay. It's not fair anymore, let's be honest. It's just uh. not fair. Uh, umbrella let's just say umbrella they like to clean their messes up yeah fair um enough. but look capcom whatever we have to do to erase and just get rid of resident evil 6 i am there for you <laughs> and i will support you because that game is probably one of the worst games i've played in my entire life what yeah. a disaster yeah yeah you want to talk about things that can kill interest in a franchise i i I got I got through all of Leon's campaign and halfway through Chris Redfield's and was just like, this game is just bad. It's bad. I think I'm good, Resident Evil. <laughs> just take a break. Let it cook. And they did. And it was and they did. And we got seven. We got seven. It, it fulfilled the wish that I never, like my dream that Silent Hills never gave me. Mm -hmm. And we've been just, Capcom's just striding uphill ever since. There was those like trademarks renewed recently, one of which was Dino Crisis. Please Ooh. let it happen. See, I could get behind that. I never played Dino Crisis, but I, I'm like, it's basically Resident Evil with dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm like, I could get behind that. That sounds that sounds pretty yeah. cool. Um, we need more dinosaur games. Fuck yeah, we do. Um, I, I mean, side note: speaking of dinosaur games, Jurassic World Evolution just got an update as well that added uh, a DLC that added the um the original Jurassic game. Park stuff. Yeah, and I was like. And apparently it's got, like, all the cast back in it as well. Nice. I, I tell like, you what, I know neat. I know not everyone liked it, but I really liked that game. It yeah. was fun. I mean, like, I, I mean, if you want to check it out, I've got to download it for... Oh, I might have missed out, actually. But it was a Games with Gold game on Xbox. I still have, a, I have, I have my PS4 copy still. Yeah, I was going to get it for Ash because she loves, like, park-building games and because she can't play Planet Zoo at the moment and it's by the same people, so... It is, um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty neat, but 
Um, all right, so there was a few other things that got announced as well. Um, the uh, the whole presentation uh, kicked off uh, by announcing that Untitled Goose Game uh, is coming December 17th, so it's out now. It's out now. There's a, it's got a temporary launch discount, and there's a cool free theme as well. It's so great. I was playing with it before. I finally like booted up my, like, my PlayStation and downloaded it onto it. And um, yeah, Ash and I were looking like mucking around with it. I just love when you like scroll down and back up, and he's got a different item in his mouth. And you scroll down and back up, there's a different item. You scroll down and back up, and he's gone. You're like, where'd he go? And and then you scroll down, and he walks past past your XMB like this just terrifying. It's great. Thing. Um, and uh, Mega sixty four just put, I haven't watched it yet, but they just put out a a a Untitled Goose game video as well. Please uh, tell me that you watch the behind the scenes of Death Stranding. I haven't yet. I'm going to watch both of those tonight, actually. Cause, Joel. But, Joel. Oh, man. I, I fell in a rabbit hole the other day when that when I, I watched that Death Stranding one. And I went back and watched a whole bunch of other ones. And, man. They, uh, they're the, still funny. Those bits are still funny. I love those sketches. They're so funny. They're so dumb, but they're so funny. Um, those guys are just, like, uh, like unashamed at how... The it's, fucking... The, the, I love the fact that they did like the Skyrim Fusrodar one and had like a crowd of people that were in on it. So they go Fusrodar yeah. and they'd all fall over. I'm like, that's great. It works because they go hard and they yeah. commit to it. That's it. And that's why their Death Stranding one is one of my favorites. Oh uh, my but God, yeah, you so absolutely funny. have to watch the behind the scenes. It is mandatory viewing. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw it came out and I was like, I got to watch this and I just haven't got around to it yet. I will watch that for sure. Um, but yeah, Untitled Goose Game is out now on PS4 uh, and Xbox as well, I believe. Yes, yeah. it is. So it's on Game Pass. It is, yes, because I'm actually gonna probably download it and play it that way. Um, uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Dreams, uh, the the rumored or leaked release date is true, February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. It's coming out in full release. Um, and I still, if you bought it in early access, you get it. No matter what, because you've already paid for it. Yeah, but you can't. I don't think you can buy early access anymore. I think it's nah. cut off now. Yeah, they only did early access to a certain point. I think it was like a month ago. Yeah, they yeah. cut it off. Yeah, um, and that's when I think everyone's sort of like, okay, we're getting a release date soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that game's finally coming out. Media Molecule finally, like however many years later. Um, what else is there? What have we got? Uh, Super Lim- Super- like- Oh Yeah. Sorry. No, you go, you go. Uh, Super Liminal's coming to PS4. It's a game I really want to play because um, it's pretty neat. I remember seeing the first trailer for it when it came out on PC. And I'm like, all right, I'm into this. Uh, and I just haven't got around to checking it out yet. But uh, it's coming to PS4 as well, which is pretty cool. What were you going to go for, Karen? I was going to say, they had their their tears for Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Su- Tsushima? Sush- uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Fuck me, it's the worst. <laughs> the worst title to try and announce with a, a slight lisp, and it's like the it's like it pinpoints like the the direct weakness in my lisp as well that I have. There's something there's something else that might be fun for your lisp. We're going to talk about later. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> one's not as bad actually. Oh, okay. I because I tried that when we were talking about it, but um, yeah. So uh, it, it they played like a like probably thirty second part of a part of a trailer basically that uh, and it said stay tuned to be continued at the game awards um and it was and we'll talk about that a little bit later um but yeah that was pretty cool uh ooh, what else is there spell break looks like fantasy overwatch 
Sure, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, I could check that out. Maybe oh, this looks fun. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds by Ilphonic, um, the guys who made uh, Friday the Thirteenth, actually having money and licensing behind them now, so they can actually officially do this properly. Um, I'm I'm very curious about that game. Um, because yeah, it, it still looks sort of last genish, but yeah, but visually yes. I I feel though. It alleviate. It, it seems like it alleviates my problem that I have with Friday the Thirteenth, which is why because it's because it's scary. Well, no, 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 not at all. Like I was fine with like the the, the scary elements of that game. I was actually yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah. with it. But it's more so that as as a hunter, like a like one of the the Marines, you feel yeah, you yeah. feel like you can, you can do, do something. Stuff. Yeah, uh, and there's yeah, other stuff. The big, to the big kill. problem with Friday the Thirteenth is just like that game's fun. If you're Jason, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and it is. If you're if you're if you're not Jason, you're literally just like, well, I'm just marking time until I get killed trying yeah. to do these objectives, but I'm gonna fail. And if you go into it with that with that mindset, it, it can be a lot of fun. But like sometimes you when you want to play games with your friends and stuff, especially like a co op, like or like an async for this multiplayer game, you're like, I kind of want to actually have a chance at winning, maybe. And, and it is possible to win in Friday the Thirteenth as a cancel counselor, but it's just very very rare. Um, everything just has to sort of fall into place perfectly for you. But, um, and it, yeah, it got a release date as well, 24th of April. Uh, so I'm definitely want to check that out. Um, the one that really stuck out to me as being the most, like for me personally, exciting thing was the first look at Babylon's Fall, which is a new Platinum Games game, um, which got announced with like concept art and stuff E3, like two years ago, I think. Um, it was last year during last Square year. Enix's presentation. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah. Oh, there, that one, that old chestnut. Um, yeah. So, it, it, uh, we saw gameplay. I mean, it looks like platinum set in a dark souls world. Like it, I, it exactly I, looks like, like platinum souls. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm into that. Um, the final part of it where like, he gets, like rips the sword of the, of the giant boss enemy and like, throws it back towards i was like yeah i'm into this um this is, this is my shit um, i could get around to playing this um but yeah i just hope it's better than i hope it's better than astral chain yeah me too me too um also you you nearly forgot the kingdom hearts trailer that leaked oh, yeah. it wasn't meant to be shown before this but it leaked earlier but it was officially revealed here yeah i actually hadn't watched but, it by that point so it was it actually was new to oh, me okay um it's like Squeenix going, oh, okay, so, okay, read the reviews, okay, but I didn't like this, or this, or this, or this, or this, cool, that's our DLC. Yep, yeah, basically. Our DLC is all the things that you wanted. It's like, they, they lifted up a rock, they lifted up a rock, and they're like, oh, look at all these square characters under here, like, look at these Final Fantasy characters. Oh, that's where, that's where Aerith was hiding, oh, that's man. where Yuffie and Squall were, oh, of course. Just blow the dust off them, chuck them in, let's, off we go, DLC. Um, question is, is it enough for you to go back to the game card? Yes, it is. <laughs> I thought I'd trade the f- like. I, yeah, I thought I'd traded my copy in, but I just discovered before that I hadn't. So I'm like, I could be tempted. I still have it. Like, god damn it! Like, my favorite parts <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts one and two of a goddamn Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. And when they went in three, I was incredibly disappointed, and they were like, "What if you pay us for?" And I'm like, "Well, I will then." Yep. Yeah. God, just. They fuck good old Square Enix, gotta, man. Gonna go hang out at Radiant Garden. In their defense, like the other alternative and how they would typically do it is they would just be like, Oh, you want it you want that? Then you better pay us with the Kingdom Hearts three final mix. To be fair, yes. That's it. You're not buying any like, okay, the, the well, same I'm not game doing that. again. Yeah, you can just buy a DLC chunk. 
Or you could buy it with the concert, Kyron. There's a there's a pack with the concert. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like I was. Uh, how many how, how many Final Fantasy characters are in it? I mean, it's. I, there might be some screenshots of them. I don't know. Will this DLC, as it ushers the return of some of the Final Fantasy characters, mm. will we get a Sephiroth fight? Go. Ah, uh, surely. It's because if there's anything that I believe Kingdom Hearts three lacks, it really is those sort of post game bosses. And hi, yeah, I never beat Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts one because he was bullshit. Yep, yep. <laughs> but in, in Kingdom Hearts two, I really enjoyed fighting him. So I do. I and again was looking forward to to finishing that off in three. But he just again wasn't there. I'm like, all right, guys. This seems like the place so, for it. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I I do hope so. And the character that's at the end of that trail, that's the one from. Yeah, yes, well, let's not say it's, it's it, but... It's Yozora. Yeah. Um, good old... You had a year, and honestly, like, who cares? <laughs> well, it was more It was more the the other Yozora stuff that I was alluding oh, to. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. No, 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 yeah. Um, um, but Because it does seem like some of the DLC, or yeah, some of it will be sequel DLC, which is why I'm mostly interested. Yeah, yeah, no, because, well, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3, I, it wrapped up a lot of things, but there is still some loose ends, um... That... Of course there is, because you know what? Kingdom Hearts 4 is coming, baby. Yeah, it is. See you in 10 years, Nomura. Yeah, remember, because it's the Xehanort saga. It's done. It's done. The Xehanort saga is done. Kingdom Hearts is still around. Um, but apart from that, that's pretty much all we got from the uh, the PlayStation State of Play. Uh, if you're in a Resident Evil, I'm sure it was very, very exciting for you. But I was just like, yep, yeah, that was neat. I, I enjoyed it. There was some fun stuff there, but nothing that really made me jump out of my chair. Unlike the intro to the next thing we're going to talk about, which is uh, the Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Uh, have they just dropped Nindies now? Um, I forget who had Nindies. Is this European or this is American, wasn't it? Yeah, because I thought Nindies was American. I guess they dropped it. Yeah, they must have. Because they did Indie World for the last European one during Gamescom. It was Indie World as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's sad, but I guess I can. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a dumb name, but I liked it. Um, yeah. So uh, I remember, like, I I was at work, and you were like, "Oh, have you watched it yet?" And I was like, "No, no, no, I haven't had a chance to." Uh, and you're like, "Oh, wait for the intro." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So it starts up, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I'm into this." And I'm like, "Top down looks looks a little bit Stardew Valley esque." It didn't click with me at first. Like, I uh, really? Yeah, it really didn't. Because I wasn't expecting it, man. I wasn't expecting this. I heard the music and I was like, oh, Golf Story 2. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I was, and, and then, yeah, I saw like, I, yeah, him hit a golf ball and I was like, oh, Golf Story 2. But no, it lands on a tennis court and we're getting Sports Story, baby. Uh, Sidebar Games, the uh, Australian developers, um, which had a bit of a smash hit with Golf Story. Uh, it was one of my favorite games of last year because it's just delightful <laughs> i really enjoyed everything about it uh and this is just sort of elaborating on that with adding in a whole bunch more sports looking at like the uh the like the the cover art for it essentially there's like soccer and cricket and baseball and volleyball and like in the trailer itself there's like espion there's like sneaking missions i'm like i'm mixed yeah, it has like dungeons and stuff and yes yeah. 
I think my main hope for this, because what happened with Golf Story is it was cool and it was fun, but I just kind of got bored. That's fair. And I'm hoping that, yeah, with the, with the additional sports, it should hope it help this game feel a bit fresher for a bit longer. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I like, I 100% can, uh, like, uh, understand why why you would get bored as well because like i I mean i i like golf games it's a weird thing that i have that i just i like golf games uh especially when they're like silly ones like 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 golf story um and i i don't know i that's what kept me going but if you didn't have that i could totally understand why it might not have it might have sort of like it was also a really long game yeah it was it was it was juicy um so uh, I'm I'm really curious for this. Uh, I gave a launch window with mid 2020. Super excited for that, uh, and it was a good way to kick off. I was instantly already like, well, this has been more interesting to me than the state of play. So, um, uh, what I don't else? think anything in this was more interesting than the state of play for me. But um, yeah, that, there was one game that I was sort of was excited for. Yeah, I, yeah, was it the last one? No. Oh, okay. I'm very excited for that. I, I infamously, like, I have played, like, two hours of Axiom version. Oh, that's right. Yeah, man. I just, I didn't expect that, man. Like, yeah, I guess that's one of the biggest things to come out of it because it was such a surprise. Like, their one more thing of the direct was, um, uh, uh, and, like, Thomas Happ, the creator of Axiom Verge, um, sort of addressing the camera. And I sort of went, oh, really? Oh, my God. Um, and it was interesting. Again, I watched the kind of funny reacts to it as well. And they were like, because just before that, um, Imran Khan like picks it. He's just like, "Oh man, what if they just, what if we get like a?" Because um, I think Tim Geddes says something like, "Oh man, just give me another two D Metroid." And they're like, and um, Imran Khan's like, "What if they give it to Thomas Hat? Like, what if they give him the chance to do it?" And I was like, "Fuck off, you!" Because I'd already watched it at that point. And then yeah, Thomas Hat pops up, and um, not with the Metroid game, but uh, with with Axiom Verge too. Um, looks really good like the art style he's really like outdone himself on uh, himself on this one um and if you it does if, it does look good if you don't know much about thomas happ as well he is a very interesting um uh person in terms of the fact that he made axiom verge pretty much himself and he also he has a son that has like a really like i can't remember the exact um condition that his son has but it's Basically, that he's someone like never walk, and he's like severely disabled, essentially. Um, and the fact that he's still making this game, uh, the, like making games uh, as his job, while he is able to support his family as well, is just awesome. And I, he seems such a like such a lovely person. Because there was a window of time when, whenever you purchased Axiom, the first Axiom version, like the money went towards helping his son. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that's why I had zero problem buying that game so many times. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. Um, I, and I will definitely be there day one for Axiom Verge too because I actually did. I finished Axiom Verge and I quite enjoyed it. I liked all the glitch stuff. Like I thought that was a really cool addition to it. Um, to like you know basically what was a two D Metroid game. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that as well. Uh, is there anything else that stuck out to you? majorly than anything else. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 continues to look gorgeous. It really does. Never played a Streets of Rage game, but I might play this one. It's homing on a, on a release date. It's yes. Not not locked in, but first half of 2020 is the closest we've gotten. That that would be a good um, E3 shadow drop. Yeah, that, that, I could see that. That could work as a good E3 shadow drop. Um, 
And the other one that got me excited was Murder by Numbers. Yeah, Murder by Numbers. So it's uh, the 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 uh, what's it going? Sorry, the artist from so, behind uh, the, the character designer from uh, Haddleful Boyfriend. And yes, and music from Masakazu Sugimori, who of course did music for Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and, and Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe, man, that's a that's a fucking series needs to come back. Beautiful Joe was excellent. Um, anyway, I digress. Uh, but yeah, Murder by Numbers is basically Phoenix Wright meets Picross, and it looks yeah pretty cool. <laughs> I'm I'm in like the trailer started. I'm like, well, I'm playing this game. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and and like, what a fucking title as well. Murder by Numbers for a game. It's so that's, good. Like, core gameplay mechanic is Picross. I'm like, yeah, this seems that's pretty great. cool. It's genius. Um, yeah, and it's all set in it's set in like a TV studio and like like murders happen around there. And I'm like, all right, this yeah. sounds pretty cool. Um, you've got all your like your your, your investigation stuff in Phoenix Riot. You you solve your crimes with the Picross puzzles. Mm-hmm. It's you, just you, I mean, it's like you present evidence by like drawing out that yeah, it's so yeah. cool. Like ah, uh, it's such a really cool idea. Um, oh, what else was there? Gleamlight looks interesting. Looks a little bit like um, got got real Hollow Knight vibes from it. I got real big Hollow Knight vibes off of it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, oh, well, they didn't really say much about it. They're like you you play as a sword. Uh, and all they said about it was, you play as a sword and there's no HUD. Like, that's pretty much what they said. Um, and no no story, was it? No dialogue? No dialogue, I think, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks interesting. But yeah, they're like going for like a stained glassy kind of like made world, but it just looks like Hollow Knight. <laughs> um, it does. Uh, Which is like, it's fine because Hollow Knight looks good. And I'm not going to, you know, I don't blame developers for being like, that's a cool style. Let's have a look at using it because, yeah. But it, I watching the trailer, I could only think of Hollow Knight. Yeah. Um, Bacon, just really quickly, Bacon Switch looks interesting. Um, it looks like a, a brawler mixed with um, Overcooked. Overcooked. Um, and I'm like, yeah, this looks like fun. This could be this could be a lot of fun. Um, you basically like try and cook dough and throw it into a fire before time runs out. I'm like, okay, and could try and be the best at that. Um, Super Mash is interesting to me. I have read some reviews on PC saying that it's not great, um, which is a little upsetting, but I might pick it up on a sale on Switch at some point. Um, just basically, like, it's a, a game set around a, a, a game shop, uh, which is owned by a brother and sister. They find this mysterious console that allows them to basically mash it on together to make a game. And that's the game. You um, there is like a visual novel element to it that is about like running the store, um, which that's what. Joel, the, you can you can say it, Joel. We you know what genre it is. What? It's very much a roguelike. It looks like. I mean, yeah, but I think you can finish the games because you get rewards for them. I mean, you can finish stuff in a roguelike as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess that's what's... And when I saw, when, when I saw that you can, like, unlock cards for using on the combinations, like, so those are sort of, like, your... your per- okay, I, I'm, I'm seeing what you are getting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, so, but basically, there's, like, I think at, at launch, they said there's going to be, uh, what, there, there's six different genres, which is, like, Metroidvania, JRPG, platformer, action game something else and something else i can't remember the last two um and basically you pick two of those and mash them together and the game makes a game around that like it generates a game um so it's honestly it's a really interesting idea yeah 
it is and i think i kind of want to get it just to support that idea because it sounds pretty cool um yeah but i'm i'm gonna wait till it comes out in the switch can i combine metroidvanias with metroidvanias and just really double down on it (laughs) no jrpg metroidvania karen yeah i guess uh the other thing that was really cool for me was skatebird is coming to the switch um i was gonna back it on kickstarter but i didn't get around to it but man that game looks so good and i missed out on playing it i was gonna say it was one of the time demos yeah i I did play one thing i did play carrion which that game is was already on my radar but i'm very interested in that game um solely if not for anything else but its control scheme is really interesting um and I think I'm going to play it on PC. But Skatebird, if you don't know, you're a bird and you skate. Um, and it, it, it's, it's pretty great. Like, it, it's like a little tiny miniature skate park and you skate around as a bird and, like, help people out. I think there's stuff, like, you can, there's, like, NPCs you can go over and help and things like that. Uh, and I think, what did they say? It was lo-fi chirp, uh, like, bird beats or something. I think it's, like, the soundtrack for it. I'm like, yeah, this seems, this seems like fun. Uh, and yeah, previously announced, I think just for PC, but it's coming to switch as well. Uh, late 2020. Uh, what are the other big ones? Boyfriend dungeon, getting some representation in an Indies direct, which is pretty cool. Uh, I have, I speaking of games, I was going to like, or backing games on Kickstarter. I have backed this game. Um, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, if you've heard our show, you know what Boyfriend Dungeon is. We've talked about it before. I played it at PAX last year. Um, it's basically, it's a dungeon crawling dating sim where you date your weapons. And it is fantastic. And I can't wait to play more of it when it finally comes out. Some point next year, apparently. Um, yeah, Axiom Verge we talked about. Apart from that, Dreamscaper looks interesting. But I need to know more about it. But... It's coming out next year, but yeah, all in all, like it wasn't a it wasn't a great Nindies. Like stuff that I was expecting didn't show up, like you know, Silk Song. <laughs> Honestly, Silk Song was never going to show up here. I know, but there was a little part of me that was like, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll come out here. Um, no, yeah, but anyway, uh, the funny thing is with Silk Song because like, so it's an indie game, and. I'm sure it will appear in an indie world, but Silk Song's going to be in a direct, man. Yeah, it's true. And I'm not saying that to sort of to speak down to the indie presentations because they're a great idea, but I actually think Nintendo knows the value of that announcement and it will be in a direct. Yeah, I yeah, I think you're 100% right there. Um, but again, couldn't help but let myself get a little carried away. Oh, yeah, for sure. They did post that, that post say, like saying goodbye for the Christmas holidays. Yeah. Uh, couple of gorgeous music tracks in there some some new screenshots and stuff that game is coming along well uh can't wait to play the full version yeah i'm uh yeah pretty excited for that one pretty freaking excited and i haven't even played it yet you've played it mm, um, i did it was it was great hornet is very fun to play as yeah i don't doubt that either the moveset's really cool uh but uh that's about it anything else from the nindies that you uh jumped out i think honestly you covered all the all the announcements i can't really think of anything yes yeah. i mean there was the survivalists as well from team 17 oh yeah there was survivalists in that visual novel game or something yeah oh yeah but liberated like, yeah 
looks yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, but I need this to know didn't more really about get it. enough information on it to yeah, sort no. of hook me. That seemed to be a bit of a, a like a trend in that direct. Um, it was like all these cool games, but I don't know, I don't know anything about them, so I can't get excited for them just yet. But I'm getting sports story, so I'm fucking happy. That's that's a big win for me. And with that, we only have one more uh, piece of news to sort of talk about on the show this I week. I mean, you, you say piece of news. Uh, pieces of news, I guess. No, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a it's a piece of news that sort of breaks down to, into so many little pieces of news. One more event, then. <laughs> there that you go. That's, yeah. that's, that's a better way of putting it. One more event that we need to discuss. Uh, it was, of course, last week, um, almost just a week ago, uh, time for... The Keeleys 2019, the Game Awards. Now, quick quick sidebar before we start, Joel. How do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about the show and the premieres first or go through the awards and then discuss the show and the premieres afterwards? I think we do the premieres first. We'll leave okay. we'll leave the results till the end. But um Okay. Uh yeah, uh well, so yeah, <sighs> I was going to ask first of all, what did you, what did you think of the the show overall? I love Jeff Keeley. Yes. And I generally love the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. It just felt this one didn't feel—I don't know—something something didn't feel right about it. Right, so many awards that I was excited to see, just like swiftly given away, like on the side stage. I yeah. couldn't believe they gave away best soundtrack there. Like you have the orchestra, yeah, and you they had have this orchestra that does this cool like suit before the actual game of the year award goes out that goes through all the games and the best soundtracks it's like and you take best soundtrack and you just throw it away on the side of the set i don't know like that one that one in particular rubbed me the wrong way because i love video game music and it was kind of a bummer to see it just treated like that yeah uh yeah i i agree um it's also fair to say that much like e3 this year this is a transitional uh game awards in terms of reveals hey man jeff got some Got a couple of things he was probably, like, when he when he was sorting this out, I'm sure he got those two particular premieres that we'll talk about later, yeah. and couldn't believe his luck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And there were good moments like that, but there was, I yeah, I, again, I didn't have a moment like last year where I got up out of my seat and audibly screamed loud and, and, and fist pumped when, like, Joker got revealed for Smash, like... There's nothing to that extent. I'm sure that there might have been something like that for some people, but again, just me personally, that's what I that's how I feel about that. Um, all right. Well, it, is there anything that sticks out to you that you want to start with, though, Kyron, in terms of world premieres? I mean, I think it's pretty clear what the biggest one was. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the most surprising. Yeah. Agreed. N- that's the that's the Xbox Series X. Yeah, the Series X is um, yeah, interesting. Like them just get, like Phil Spencer just being like, yeah, fuck it, let's let's do it here. Like it didn't quite feel like the right stage for it, but also they didn't care. <laughs> no, no. Um, it was it was funny though because it felt like um, Phil Spencer was treating that stage like it was an Xbox conference, which is funny because it was in the Microsoft Theater as well, but. Um, it, yeah, it, it, he, the, the spiel he was giving, it was like, oh yeah, okay, this is, it, it, this is like an E3 presentation. Um, and rightfully so, I mean, it's a big deal. We've been hearing about, it. I mean, there was a tweet just before the Game Awards where he, 
Phil Spencer tweeted out going, finally got my uh, 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 Xbox Scarlet at home and um, I've got it hooked up at home. It's replaced my Xbox One and I'm playing games with you guys while I'm playing on it. Everyone was like, sorry, what? <laughs> you said what, mate? Uh, but yeah, now we've seen it. Uh, what What do you think about it? I mean, it it. I've seen all the smart ass comments being like, "Oh, it's practically a PC." I'm like, yeah, "I mean, all the all the consoles are really just super customized PCs, really." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, um, but it, it, I it does very much lean to the fact that it just it is just a tower of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I you know what I like the weird little green light on the top of it and the fact that it just looks like a monolith. Why not? <laughs> um, someone made me really. Ha- there was a tweet I saw. Uh, I think yesterday that made me really happy. Where someone was like, "Am I the only person who sees this?" And it was the top of the um the Series X, but um because it's like indented in it, it's like all like like I guess like little squares. Um, and they've like superimposed over that like a map from uh, Kirby's Dream Course. Oh, I did see that actually. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, right. That's that's pretty funny." Um, but yeah, this is this is the next Xbox, which again. Side note: bit a bit of bit of news. Uh, Phil Spencer's come out and said that it's not necessarily. I, I mean, it is the Series X, but it is just called the Xbox. There's no yeah. uh, name to it, but it's interesting it's, because I don't think it was until he came out and then introduced into the Hellblade Two premiere there was there was a lot of confusion, just sort of what this thing was, and we were really staring down the barrel of potentially a similar situation to the Wii U. Yeah, true. Very true. Because, um, like, the controller isn't any different. Like, it's looks pretty similar. There's a couple of, like, minute details different. Like, um, the D-pad, I think, is from one of the pros or the elites or something. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that. I don't know if it's going to be, like, modular like that one. But, um, uh, yeah, apart from that, it's, yeah, it, it looked like a normal Xbox One controller. It's uh, also made the right choice to include a share button. Thank God. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in it. And yeah, with this reveal, like, cause like the trailer for it started and I'm like, okay, what are we seeing here? And then it like got into a certain point where I was like, oh, okay, this is Halo. And then a car drove through a canyon and I was like, no, okay, what, what this? Uh, and then I realized what it actually was, uh, after a little bit. I bet Jeff was giddy when they presented that. They're like, well, he was just like, so what do you what do you want to present, like at at the game awards? Like, Next Xbox. Like, <laughs> big pardon. Um, <laughs> uh, Next Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I, sorry, I just thought I misheard you there. Um, oh, oh, sure, <laughs> sure thing. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, and then also like you know, I mean, there's not much else to really talk about with the new the, like the reveal of it but um following it up though with a, a look at a um a game that was running on it uh and that was uh oh god hellblade Senu- 2 senuous saga yeah yes senuous saga hellblade 2. yes yeah sorry yeah uh, um so yeah the follow-up to senuous sacrifice hell yes play hell- the first hellblade yeah. it's so good yeah, I really need to do that. I I have no excuse. I own it, so I. It's <laughs> on. It's on all platforms now, basically. Yeah, it yeah, even Switch. <laughs> Switch as well. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I I I definitely will get around to it, especially before this one comes out. So I've got a little bit of time yet, but um, yeah, I, man, this looked pretty. 
The trailer was intense. Yeah, it was intense, but like visually, like, oh boy, it looked good. I mean, that's what they want you to think. That's why they were showing it off. Yeah, no, and rightfully so. Like, I mean, like, Senua's, what I, what little I played of Senua's Sacrifice already looked really great. Um, but, oh man, this, um, this looks full on. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of into it. So pretty exciting stuff uh all right well there's there's the xbox the the, the new xbox was revealed should we talk about the other sort of left field announcement uh, i guess this so there was the other one that sort of just felt like i mean obviously they didn't because i'm pretty sure from what i've heard from people who worked on the show the xbox announcement was secretive so there's no way sony could have yeah. seen it but it just felt like when i watched that the trailer that sony had i'm like oh you guys did you somehow just find out and you're like shit we need to mention PlayStation 5 here somewhere. No, in my mind, what it is, is they thought they were being so fucking coy and being like, yeah, look at us. We're doing this cool thing. And without knowing that Xbox was just like, here's any new console. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, right? It's, yeah. it's what here, it felt like. Here it is. And they're like, hey, look at this cool game. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, isn't it? Gearbox is publishing it. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, 2020. Okay. Holiday 2020. Pretty neat. PlayStation 5. And, wait, what? Sorry? Um... Just PlayStation Five, okay, sure, why not? Like, yeah, I uh, there's a so the, the trailer itself didn't tell you much, but you, there's a PlayStation blog entry that sort of goes into it a bit more. I don't know, it's it sounds like it could be fun, and I'm look, Luda Slasher, I do love a good action RPG, but I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see. Um, that was um, that's that's definitely um, what's his name from uh, that's Kratos, right, in the voice acting of the trailer. It's a good question, actually. I didn't even look into it. <laughs> there's there's one voice, and I'm just like, that's Kratos. Like, that's... Ah, oh, fuck, I'm blanking on his like, name now. Like, old Kratos or new Kratos? New Kratos. So, like, Stargate Kratos. Yeah, yeah. I can't... Fuck, what's his name? Oh. I'll find out for you, Joel. Yeah. With the power of Google. The power of the internet. Fuck. Uh, Christopher Judge. Christopher Judge. It was Christopher something, but um, there was a there was a God of War, there was a Kratos before that, but Christopher Judge is Kratos for me. He just is. Yeah, oh, man, but Christopher Judge, he's dope. Um, yeah, it sounded like him, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, and, and I mean, it looked pretty. Um, and again, like you said, like a looter sh- slasher. I'm like, I can get behind that. Um, yeah, not really much else to go into there. No, because, yeah, it was very much just like, hey, here's this cool CG trailer for this game that's coming. Oh, and it's coming to PS5. Yeah, like... It's like, yeah. it's cool, but, like, it just didn't play well after the Xbox Series X was like, hey, look, it's a new console, guys. Yeah. And, like, you know, you you can basically, after you fin- after I finish the game more, you can basically map out the, the first quarter of next year. Nintendo will have a direct in January because yeah. this was very quiet on the Nintendo front. Yes. And and that's weird because Nintendo actually, they love the Game Awards. All you got to do is look at the last couple of shows and they are happy to bring cool announcements. And this year, that was, I mean, don't get me wrong, their announcement got me excited. Yeah. It didn't blow me away. It, in and the grand scheme of things, it's a very niche announcement. It as absolutely well. is. Yeah. Very niche. Uh, and you just know, you can basically, it's you can feel the rumblings that February, probably going to get our first sort of next-gen showcase. Especially just because they can't, 
it's it's unavoidable at this point, but there's already begun to be rumors and leaks that Assassin's Creed Ragnarok will be revealed in February, from what right. I was reading on Reset Era earlier. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, that would basically, if that if that has any credibility to it, that's the nail in the coffin. One of them is showing up in Feb because that's yeah. a next gen game if I've ever seen it. Or we haven't seen it, but all we've heard about it and what we know about it and how we know that ubisoft was taking their time with the next assassin's creed after odyssey it just the writing's on the wall at this point like a pre-holiday release next year i think that's yeah, yeah launch launch with consoles because the xbox like the series x is coming be... out holiday 2020 they said that yeah and, and sony will as well and it'll be cross-gen but like you know because uh when ps4 and xbox one came out assassin's creed black flag was cross-gen mm-hmm. yes so it's not impossible, but also worth noting when the PS4 was announced, I'm pretty sure it was at an event at the start of a year. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Because they, they had all the people come out on stage. There was that really the infamous, infamous presentation. Yes. The Second Son. That was when we got our first, we heard from Bungie talking about Destiny. Destiny, yep. And even Man, it like, feels like a lifetime ago. Wasn't the Pro one in February as well? The really small scale. Oh, maybe actually, I can't remember when the Pro one was. Yeah, I, I yeah, in so, my mind it feels like it was February as well, but yeah, yeah. Sony will probably throw something together first because they're the ones who have to actually show their hand now because Xbox mm-hmm. has done that. Um, yeah. But yeah, if so they weren't next, already. They definitely will be now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the the first three months of next year are exciting. Mm-hmm. The countdown is on, Joel. Next gen is coming. Yes, imminent. Uh, 12 months to go. Well, could we, could we take a moment just to talk about probably my most hype thing that I saw at the Game Awards? Because the fucking, the version they showed in the Game Awards of this trailer isn't even the half have you, of it. Have you watched the extended trailer? I fuck, you better fucking believe I have. And it is great. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I have one disappointment with this, but continue. Okay, cool. So basically, uh, a trailer started for what looks like a like Saturday morning cartoon, Pokemon Digimon esque style cartoon. I got like strong boy in the blob vibes. Off of yeah, it. yeah, true. Um, basically, with like a, a boy and this little alien, and the alien goes away, and uh, then cuts to he says, uh, "I I love you. I'll see you in twenty years." And then it cuts to twenty years. Like it does like the the Avengers end game like like slow fade in of the text saying 20 years later, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, especially considering the, the, the context of the, the whole thing. Um, and yeah, this is alien comes back and, and meets the little boy who's now an adult and basically says, Hey, look, I've grown up. I've got some new friends. I hear superheroes are pretty big here. We're going to take this world over. Are you in? Uh, and basically turns everyone in the world to like pink mist. Uh, and it finishes with the the, the little boy or who's now an adult going like what are you and he's like what? the the monster's like what I what am I I'm a goddamn hero and it pops up I, with like no, the no. text of no no Joel not quite oh sorry it's it's it's, it's oh, goddamn superhero. superhero so yeah goddamn superhero and here is my complaint 
Yeah. I just want a game called Goddamn Superhero now. Yeah, so do I. I was into it. I was like, fuck yeah, what's this shit? I'm in. Uh, I desperately need No More Heroes 3 to have a reversible cover where it's called Goddamn Superhero. Fuck yeah, I, I hope so, man. Like, Make it happen, Suda51. Um, I know you will, You would love to do it, so do it. Because that was the thing. Like, I, This was the closest I got to like a fist-pumping moment. Like, I did fist-pump, I think, but there was nowhere near as the other one. But... Um, but like, I was like, fuck yeah, this looks dope. And then the screen shatters and Travis touchdown slides through on his like motorbike. And I was like, <gasps> even better. Yeah. Um, superhero, superhero rankings. Yep. Yeah. That sounds like he's further speed. Do um, you want to know my favorite part of a trailer? Yeah. It's when it flashes up the date. <laughs> it's like coming 2020. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Um, no, my favorite oh, part man. is. That was, that was fun. On the second rewatch when I watched it, because they, they only showed like a like a minute version of it and they said like, yeah, go watch the extended cut, which is like five and a half minutes long. And it basically gives like the entire backstory of this like weird Saturday morning cartoon um, and, and, and then it still finishes with like Travis smashing through the screen. But um, if you look at when the splash screen comes up for Goddamn Superhero, have you read the text down the bottom, like where all the credits are? No. Okay, so it's running on the Death Drive uh, 9600, which is the console that is featured heavily is. in... Um, in uh, let it die. Yeah, it let it die, and also in um, uh, Travis Strikes Again. That's what all the games that he's playing is on. Oh, we don't talk about Travis Strikes Again, Joel. I know, but like I thought, okay, <laughs> they've linked that as well. Uh, and also the other one that I saw was instead of, it run- instead of running on Unreal Engine, it was on like... Um, oh, what was it called? It was something else. It was like 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 Dunreal or something like that. Oh, Undone Engine or something like that. And I was like, that's pretty funny. Um, so I was looking at all the little things out there. I actually want to go back and look at the rest of them. But um, but yeah, coming next year. Pretty excited. Oh, pretty excited. Oh, oh boy. Now, what I want though is I want before that, I want them to re-release 1 and 2 on the Switch. What do you think well, the chances already... of that happening? Mm, I mean, it's not... It's... It's not impossible. No, it's really not. Uh, there already is a HD version of No More Heroes 1 because I own it for PS4. <laughs> yeah, I, I never played 2 and I really want to like because I hear it was much better. Um, yeah, I hear it's better because it changed the stupid... I mean, the, made the jobs more fun. Yeah, because that was... The, they became, they the, became mini-games. Yeah, the tedious part of, of 1 was like the job system, uh, which made it a weird empty open world <clears throat> yeah flat empty open world um yeah that yeah. was a wee game it's fine and and the boss fights were really fun and the ending is hilarious uh i really like that game uh and i'm really excited that there's more of it coming because suda 51 is a fucking maniac um uh all right what, what else what else stuck out to you is there anything else that you want to i mean uh... there's one thing i guess I will always, even if the trailer itself isn't special, like this one was basically repurposed footage, but it just serves as a reminder that if you are bringing out a soundtrack next year, be scared. Because <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming, and that music is S-tier. Yeah, it's pretty good. The uh, the trailer was, yeah, again, like I said, it wasn't anything new. It was all just, it was just basically a Cloud Strife-centric trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highlights was just man that music. The battle music was of course great, but I'm not sure if we'd heard it before. But hearing the um, the Shinra music at the start was so good. Yeah, it's this game is looking really good. Every time I see it, it looks perfect. 
it hasn't taken a single, single like false step. They just put out a bunch of new art this week. It all looked perfect. All the characters look perfect. The music is perfect. Like, this game, granted, the only flaw it has is just how ambiguous they are being with the uh, advertising. But interesting to note that amongst all the new screenshots, uh, we got some shots of Sephiroth in a lot of fire, mm-hmm. which is spurring discussion about whether or not we're going to get a certain flashback earlier or will the game go to calm? We don't know. Okay. I need it to be March 3rd right now because I need to play this goddamn game. <laughs> Give oh, it to me. You know, though, if if things go to plan and Sony do do something in February, that's going to be... Oh, boy. That'll Joel, be a it's, um, for it. Oh, shit. What's it called? It's uh, Jump Fiesta this weekend. Baby. Oh. So, so Jump Fiesta is like a Japanese sort of oh, festival yes. show. And uh, yeah, there's people are thinking it's going to be there. Okay, cool. Neat. They, they announced their 2020 lineup. Where is that? They've got a stage presentation. Yes, Final Fantasy VII Remake is right there. All right. So, yeah, we are still, we're missing our our expected trailer featuring Red 13. So maybe it'll show up there. Who knows? Yeah, that's but, uh, going by like the, 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 the trailers, like the new trailers of the release ones, they've sort of showed off a new character, right? They, yeah, the cloud one was the first one they really sort of hadn't because their announcement mm. was pretty standard. Then they had at E3, they revealed Tifa. Then the most recent one, they sort of went into a bit more with Reno and Rude and Sang? Sung? Sung. And President and all that sort of stuff. And the next one potentially could go to Red 13, maybe even Hojo. Who knows? Interesting. I'm excited. I just want this game. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, I, I'll play it eventually. I'm probably not going to get it at launch, but I will play it. Before the end of next year, I will play it. Um, yeah. It's going to be basically obligatory because I'm going to... It's going to be... I already know I'm going to be talking about it a lot come the end of next year. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I will be as well. That's, that's the hope. Joel, I would be so happy. Yeah, I think it will. I, I honestly think it will. It, it's... Like it's when I every time I see any trailer for it, I'm like I don't rush to watch it or anything, but like I'll watch it. and I'm like, yeah, this is looking really good. Like from what I've played of Seven and what I know of the characters and like the extended universe stuff that I've uh, experienced. Um, yeah, I'm I'm into it, and and gameplay looks great. Possibly my favorite part because again, the biggest problem with a I think it was the TGS trailer was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest problem I really had with that trailer was that a lot of the dialogue just felt... You know how sometimes trailer dialogue just feels like it was recorded for a trailer and just yeah. thrown in there? It just didn't work. The dialogue in this trailer was really good. Yeah. We get to see... Because some people have been worried if they would be... If they'd sort of skip around Cloud being a massive dick. It seems like they're not. Which is going to make the moment where his personality comes to a head even better mm-hmm. uh, barrett's little speech on the elevator was really well performed just just looks the tifa dialogue was good it's just i don't know what to say the game looks perfect i just don't know <laughs> oh um, awesome uh do, do you want to keep the 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 jrpg-esque rock block going then yeah boy they certainly pulled a quick one on me here when you see the nintendo switch logo pop up and then square enix and yep i Instantly was just like, well, I don't know what to expect. It seems too soon for more Octopath. Stupid old me forgot about Bravely Default. Yep. Uh, because we're getting Bravely Default 2 on Switch. 
And yep. we don't know much about it, except it did become a bit of a joke in itself because, well, we have Bravely Default and Bravely Second and now Bravely <laughs> Default 2. Yeah. But I have heard some justification. I, I didn't personally finish Bravely Second as much as I loved it. Uh, I have heard some talk, but basically the reasoning behind the title is that Bravely Second is sort of like a Final Fantasy X2 situation. Okay. Sort of a sequel to the first game. And now Bravely Default 2 is an actual, like, like Final Fantasy 2. Like, it's a, step, a standalone sort of follow-up game. So, okay, that would make the name make sense. But yep. also, I don't know, <laughs> you could make it less confusing, guys. And also the fact that the, this, this trailer started and then before the title was revealed, we knew what the game was. Like, yeah, just by yeah, the credits, true. it was like composer bravely default, and I'm like, well, this okay, and this looks like bravely default. Uh, okay, this must be what it is. There was there was an outside chance it was going to be Octopath, but yeah, bravely default is what it was ultimately. And yeah, I'm really excited because those games are good, and I think they'll benefit a lot from running on the Switch. The mm-hmm. trailer itself, like the, I mean, it's probably very early, very rough, but didn't look spectacular. No, but. Uh, I'm excited to see what those games look like. That game will look like that engine and that art style will look like on the Switch because yeah, it looks quite good on the 3DS. But Karen, was it as good as Fast and Furious Crossroads? <laughs> I want you to picture me watching this show, Joel. <laughs> yep. I want you to picture me getting towards the end of the show. And they're like, we've got one more world premiere coming up. And you're like, your mind is racing. Yeah. It's like, what What could it be? Yeah. Like at this point, I'd given up, right? I'd already, I'd written off the dream of Metroid, not to be this year. So I was honestly just like, what could it be? If not that, because it doesn't feel right, what will it be? And then they bring out um, Michelle Rodriguez. And I was like, well, this is taking a turn. <laughs> yep. And she seemed super chipper, and then they brought out Vin Diesel, and I was just like, "What was Vin Diesel before the game was shown off?" Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, because she's like, "Hey, have a look at uh, the newest exploration into the Fast and Furious universe. This is our new game." And I was like, "All right, I'm listening. I could go oh. for a Fast and Furious game. I really could." And look, let's just—it doesn't look very good, especially the character models. They look rough. Okay, here's what I'll say. I haven't actually done any research into the development team, I... but there's one person I trust okay. on driving games, Okay, and that is Daniel Bloodworth from Easy Allies. Mm-hmm. And when this trailer was playing, he was just sort of like, he was like, eh. but then when they revealed the developer, he was like, oh. And I, that alone made me go, okay, maybe it's worth keeping an eye on. I didn't... Bloodworth seems to... He raised his eyebrows. He was like, oh, this game could be good when you saw the developer, so... I don't See, know. I didn't realise that when I saw the developer, I didn't click, but looking at this headline here now, it's the, the team from Project Cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I've heard good now, things about Project Cars. Yeah, me too. And now I'm like, now I'm like, okay, all right, I'm interested. Yeah, interesting. Um, so yeah, um, that's, that's sort of my story with that trailer. Yeah. That was man, revealed. Man, like, the, the cars look really good. The character models look really bad. Um, but... Uh, if it's just if it's as dumb and as stupid as the movies are, I'm fucking in. Like I could go for a Fast and Furious game right now. I think I was saying when I was watching them, I'm like, man, why isn't there a good Fast and Furious game out there? And there's been some pretty terrible ones. Well, because and, and I remember when they revealed that newest Need for Speed game, everyone's like, oh, finally we're getting essentially a Fast and the Furious Need for Speed because everyone wants it. <laughs> yeah, well, but that would have been like 
OG Fast and Furious. No, what I'm talking about is like five onwards Fast and Furious, where they just went, fuck it. Oh, you mean you mean when it's James Bond? Yeah, we're like, fuck it, we're doing action set pieces now. And I'm like, okay, sure, let's do it. Um, it's about action set pieces and family. Um, so I'm, I'm super into it. The other thing that annoyed me about this, though, was like Vin Diesel turning around saying, hey, I, I had a look at the, I got to watch the four and a half minute trailer for Fast 9 the other day, and it just kept talking about the game. I'm like... Mate, mate, you fucking piece of shit. Um, apparently- if you haven't watched the Easy Eyes podcast yet, I, I recommend doing it because Kyle's like, that wasn't like that wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes he, sense. He, he he was meant to. They were meant to sort of just stick to the script, but he obviously Vin Diesel couldn't help himself. And well, they, which yeah. is, when they came back as well, and he was he wasn't leaning down anymore. Apparently, they were like, "No, no, Vin, you don't need to lean down to the mic. You can stand up." I love that he's like they keep telling me I don't have to lean down, but I like, <laughs> oh god, he is a beautiful mess. That man, like he is, like <laughs> so great. I I do genuinely like Vin Diesel, and you know what, Michelle Rodriguez is pretty cool. I know she sort of plays the same character in all the movies she's in, but you know what? Sometimes it's the character you need, and and also like I'm fucking. Fast and, I'm in on Fast and Furious now. Like I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, and I really I should rent it and watch it because it's I I just I'm in on this series. Like it's so watching them all back to back was genuinely, especially when I got to the the part where I was like, oh, I get it now. I it was genuinely fun. Like it was super fun just to sit down. It was like two or three in the morning. I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch another one and like put it on and and be just strap myself in for a stupid ride. And if that's what this game is, I'm I'm into that. Just like action set pieces with cars, I'm into that. Um, but as far as things go, as a final reveal, it was pretty pretty lackluster. But um, I'm still. But again, excited. I bet Jeff was so giddy because he's like, "You mean I'll have I'll have Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel here?" Yep. Like you don't say no to that. Yep. No, that's it. Um, do you want to do a quick fire round of some stuff? Um, uh, well, we, do you want to talk about Ghost of Tsushima? Because we did say that yeah, the teaser true. trailer and a state of play did lead to this. Yeah, alright. Uh, that was sort of the last of the, the big the big things, I guess. Um, we finally got to look at, like, I guess, gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah, like, spliced together in a trailer, shown off-screen, sort of yeah, on an angle. Like, yeah. It's hard to see what was happening. Yeah. Um, but, uh, look, I'm I'm super into this um oh don't get me wrong i'm excited for the game mm-hmm. it's just that's not how like when sony were like hey tune in tomorrow night to see you know the full trailer i was like oh sweet this will be exciting I, I had to actually go and look up the trailer afterwards to you know properly consume it and yeah. then i was sort of more into it but yeah i don't know for sure yeah no i i agree with that um but yeah i'm i oh man this looks really good i just i the part that like the, the one part, one of the parts that really like spoke out to me was like, there's that shot of like the ghost and he takes his mask off and it pops up with like the Japanese characters and it just says the ghost down the bottom. I was like, oh, this is so stylized and I'm so fucking stylized, but in like a really like traditional way and I'm fucking all about that shit. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. I hope Sucker Punch can knock it out of the park. Well, the really exciting thing is them saying that it's slated for summer 2020. Yes. Which would put it at winter 2020 for us, which is mid-next year. Yes. Um, I didn't expect that. I thought it would be, yeah, like holiday. Like, granted, it could still slip, 
because they are sticking to the again i still love i love it when they do this like if you can announce release dates you you lead up to it you narrow the window gradually over time it's just a good way to do it um so hearing winter 2020 has me pretty excited this seems to be adding to like the end of like the playstation 4 being one of the primary focuses of sony like this seems to be like it's not the swan song for the PS4, but it's like the the swan song before the next gen comes out um, of like their first party shit. Like what a crazy last 12 months the PS4 is going to have. Yeah. Like it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> it's insane. Like it's absolutely bonkers. Um, but yeah, I'm super into that. And, and it was, it was a good trailer when you actually do watch the trailer legitimately. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nothing nothing has yet matched that part from, I think, last year's E3 when it was just, like, the straight gameplay. Like, I'm only fighting every enemy that cool samurai way, like, sword sheathed. Yep. Oh, and yeah. And just doing the last, minute, the last minute drop. That's the only way I'm doing encounters. You can't stop me. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully the game, like, like leans into that, like, letting you play the, like, play the ghost as your ghost and doing that, like, you know. It'd be cool. Um, I mean, it'll it'll probably have a skill tree of some sort. Oh, for sure, yeah, absolutely it will. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for this, and it looks fucking stunning as well. Um, just like the, the, and not not only like graphic fidelity wise, it's just like the imagery and how cinematic it looks. Just oh, Italian chef kiss. Um, uh, all right, we'll probably do a quick fire round. Um. There, there was a few like live music performances. Uh, churches were there, and they performed "Death Stranding." Obviously, uh, Laura Mayberry, the lead singer, looked fucking dope as hell uh, in like a like Higgs esque outfit. Um, you can head over. To, you can ever head over to Kojima's Twitter. He tweeted out the art from Shin, Shinkawa. It looks fucking great. Um, like it's and yeah, it was great. My only beef with it is that yeah, like you said when we were talking about it, is the mixing seemed a little bit off with the orchestra. Yeah. Um, and didn't quite hate to have that impact that that song does because I fucking because that song punches. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good and it punches consistently all the way through as well. It's just this driving song. Um, I love it. I God. love it. I love Death Stranding. I love its music. Yep. I love it. Yep. I love churches. Churches are a fucking dope band. I love I love churches now as well. Yeah, dude. Uh, man, you. Re- I really like go and listen to, especially their last album. I have been, John. Oh man, Love Is Dead is such a great album. Like it's I I it's one of those albums I still put on and just like listen to it from start to finish. It's got so many good tracks on it. Miracle. I've been looking and, for a, oh. I've been looking for a good like summer artist, and I think churches are gonna fill that gap. Quite oh nicely. yeah, um, they were just here actually. They played Spilt Milk Festival in Ballarat. I know. I'm very sad that I didn't go see them. I, I seen know. Them live yet. In Ballarat of all places. Who yeah. wants to go to Ballarat, guys? Yeah. Come on. I was hoping they'd do a sideshow, and I was like, maybe I'd go to a sideshow, and they just didn't. Um, it's also a band that like it's one of those bands that Ash and I both like as well, like really like. Um, that we can both like listen to and really get into, and and that we both listen to on our own. So we can still talk about it, which is good. But yeah, man, that album's great. And yeah, Death Stranding is such a great song. Um, it is. And there was also uh, Green Day were there. They played uh, like a bit of a medley, or, like two songs. They played Welcome to Paradise, which is great to hear them play kinda, like, a classic. I kind of just fast forwarded it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I I was like, oh, cool. They're playing Welcome to Paradise. This is great. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe we'll get like a, maybe a Tony Hawk game. Maybe this would be, this would be a good thing. 
No, it turns out that was Beat Saber. It was Beat Saber because they played one of their new songs, which was okay. Um, and yeah, there's a there's a Green Day um, song pack coming to Beat Saber. And I tell you what, Beat Saber, I just really wanted me to buy that game and the DLC for it because not only is it, they've got this this pack now, which launched that day. Um, the last song pack they released for it was a fucking Panic at the Disco one. They're just like, hey, Joel, you've played Beat Saber now. You really like it. Yeah. What if we put like a whole bunch of like the artists that you like, that were like the formative years of you were very, very influential. Oh, well, I would like that very much so. Um, I won't say no. Yeah, I'll take them. Well, we're going to charge you $45 for the base game. I'm like, whoa, okay, hang on. Um, I mean, it's worth it, but I just, I can't justify it. Um, and the other performance was from, uh, Grimes, a weird performance. I expect nothing less from Grimes. Um, she's a weird well, person. Cause I assume it was, it was literally just one of the songs that Grimes is doing for cyberpunk, right? Which, yeah, I, which was at news. I was like, cause I remember talking with Ash when, before the game was, and they announced the musical acts that were like churches. I'm like, cool. They're going to be doing death stranding green day. I'm like, no idea what they're doing. But sure, why not? And then Grimes, I'm like, and Ash was like, it, it, Grimes hasn't done a song for a video game. I'm like, no, but I guess they're just getting her there as like, you know, publicity or sort of thing. But uh, when they were like, oh, yeah, cool. She's going to be doing a song for Cyberpunk. I'm like, yeah, that checks out. Um, also checks out because I'm pretty sure she still is, but she's dating Elon Musk. He was there. And he was there sitting next to fucking uh, Ikari. Oh, Nakamura. Yeah. God bless her so much. Um, she's still my favorite. Yeah, she's a fucking gem. Um, but yeah, because there's also rumors going around that the Cybertruck, like um, Tesla's Cybertruck is going to be in Cyberpunk. Um, I wouldn't be surprised uh, now <laughs> by all of this. I'm like, this would make sense. Um, <sighs> yeah. Uh, but they also did a bit of a feature about the soundtrack for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, and there's some cool artists on there. Not ones that I listen to regularly. Um, Run the Jewels I've doubled with. They're pretty cool. Um, and and ASAP Rocky. Um, they had uh, Dennis Lexon from Refused, who are portraying the band Samurai in, in the game, which that's probably my most excited thing. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, what else was there? Uh, Gears Tactics got a release date, April 20. April 2020, sorry. Uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, League of Legends stories. Um, that stuff is interesting. It is. It's very interesting. It's interesting to see League of Legends expanding in that way. And, like, giving their, giving like giving it to other developers to do. Like, it's not being yeah, developed in-house like, at Riot. In a way, like, I'd almost wonder if that's... It's, hard to, it's not really fair to do the comparison. But as... Overwatch finally getting its story stuff and basically, you know, it's being a glorified sort of event that they usually have. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of bringing players in by going like, hey, this game's just a platformer starring this one hero that you know and it's going to tell stories. Like, that's cool. Yeah, that's I a like cool that. idea. Using different, different uh, like, game genres to explore the world. That's mm. it's a pretty and cool like idea. F- I forget which one they were doing, but one of them is by the uh, Darksiders Genesis and Battle Chaser guys. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And they're saying it's going to be, it's tactical gameplay, but it's going to have yeah. like a whole bunch of new stuff to it as well. Um, That's ex- I, I will probably check that out just because of the pedigree of the developer. I have no connection or affiliation to League of Legends, but if those, if that developer makes a good game, oh, it will turn my head. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not on this list, but like, I, 
it was a dumb trailer and I saw some people, I think, I think Destructor were ripping on it a little bit or Rock, Paper, Shotgun, one of them. Um, but, uh, it, the trailer for Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. I truly hated that trailer. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I was into it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll, I, I'm. I love Dark Alliance. Like, I love that. That's great. Bring back the hack and slash games that were so much fun to play co-op. That trailer, though, no thank you. <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, and yeah, I think the the music in it was by In Flames, which is pretty dope. Um, uh, like a Norwegian metal band, but just a patriarch. Like, yeah, I get it. I I I thought it was pretty funny. Um, was it I was meant to be it. funny? But that's the problem. Like, I don't know if it was. No, like funny in like a oh, this is dumb, but I'm sort of into it in a Fast and Furious way. Let's put it that way. I was into it in like a Fast and Furious kind of way. Not um, sure what that means, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb. It was stupid and dumb fun. Probably wasn't supposed to be, but whatever. Meanwhile, um, we got a sequel to The Forest. Mm. Yeah. This one took me by complete surprise. Yeah, Sons of the Forest. I honestly didn't even know what it was. Like, I was watching the, tra- the, the trailer with a couple of a couple of friends, and they were just like, oh, is this that, that forest game? I'm like, holy shit, it is. This is, this yeah. is a sequel to The Forest. I know, I got weirded out when there's like one of the ghostly apparition things, like, looked like it was like humping another one. And I was like, well, what am I watching here? When the forest what is a tricky happening? game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta watch those um, cannibals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I did chuckle a little bit when he looks down at his wrist to see the tattoo that just says, Fight Demons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, sure, why not? Seems Fight like a great demons. idea. <laughs> yeah, get that tattooed on you. Yeah? Fight Demons. Um, <laughs> made me laugh a lot. Um, Player Unknown's next project got teased. You can go to the website. Good. You can barely tell what it is. I don't know. It, yeah, it doesn't called... even, I don't want to talk about it because it's just like, what is it? Yeah, it's called Prologue. Um, and apparently the website calls it an exploration of new technologies and gameplay. So it's sure. nothing PUBG related at this stage. I will. Yeah. Uh, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, there's another Ori trailer. And it just made me mad because it fucked me over in my games league this year. But I'm also very excited for that game. Uh, in the same same breath. But um, yeah. honestly, that sort of looks like it. Like it was, a, it was a pretty subdued game awards. Yeah, it was. Again, and I think it was because like when we were talking about E3, and, and I was sort of feeling a little bit like um, E3 was a, not a letdown, but like it was a little bit subdued as well. And you were like, "Oh, it's a transitional one." I was like, "Well, yep." That makes sense. Like, next gen is coming. Like we now yep. officially know that it's coming. Like next E three and next Game Awards. Like bring your popcorn because it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like that's the thing. Like if we'd known about like like properly known about like the uh, the next gen consoles, that Game Awards could have been very different. But it's yeah, it was fine. It was fine. But one more thing we need to talk about before we wrap up for this week. We're going to go through the winners. And tally up our votes, and uh, and see who's who's winning and who's truly losing uh, in this in this friendly wager that we made. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, uh, we went through and picked out a couple episodes ago. We picked out what we thought were going to be the winners for each category, um, and basically the loser has to play Jump Force. 
Um, so fun times ahead. But shall we just get into it? I think we should, Joel. I think it's time. Excellent. All right. So best VR AR game went to, of course, Beat Saber, which is a point for me and I believe for you as well. Yeah, we, I think we both picked Beat Saber. It yeah. was just for safe bet out of, out of them. It made the most sense. Like it, it, it was the VR game that made the most waves this year. Um, although hearing more about Asgard's Wrath, that game looks fucking cool. I, again, um, I literally hadn't heard of it until that trailer played during the show. Yeah, I was like, okay, I could get behind this, but it's an Oculus game. So, um, actually, before we continue, can I just say one thing that I hated about the Game Awards? I fucking hated those Stadia ads. I in in continuing my trend of not giving a single shit about Stadia, those yep. ads make me hate it more. Yeah, and which sucks because Reggie Watts is in the ad and he's great. He's hey man, look, you got to cash your checks, but yeah, but um, yeah, those ads and the first one went for what felt like an eternity. Like <laughs> I just, I don't oh think Stadia has earned the 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 rights, the permission to just go around with that attitude. No. Nah. No, not at all. It felt it really on the nose. It tore itself up so much. I'm like, wow, guys, have you been paying attention to any of the reception you've been getting? Because it is not this. It was so on the nose. Anyway. Um, all right. Next one up, we've got Best Strategy Game. Uh, and the winner there, again, to no surprise, was Fire Emblem Three Houses, which we both picked. So... It, deserved, it had to win something, and I'm annoyed. Yeah, this was exactly. It. This was like one of two at one. The other one was the player's voice. Thank you, players, for speaking loudly in favor of this beautiful game yeah but, um, at least it won best strategy i was happy for it to get recognized given off stage exactly. of course which sucked but fine yeah, whatever. yeah yeah um all right so we've got our best sports racing game next uh that one went to crash team racing nitro fueled we both picked it <laughs> yeah again it was a safe bet and yeah, here's where we start getting a bit interesting um a best score and music winner of that one we spoke about it before. Was Death Stranding? Um, I can't I be mad. Like the soundtrack and music is beautiful in that game. Uh, you picked that one as well. No, no, I picked Cadence. Ah, oh, that's right. Yep, yeah. I did pick Death Stranding. So you did, yes. After much deliberation, that was one of the ones I had to deliberate over. It was between that and Sayonara sure. Wild Hearts. The music in that game, like, yeah, it's very good. I, I am hooked on Low Roar. I can't stop. Yeah, Low, 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 great. Low Roar is my like chill when I get into bed music now. It's just so good. It's, I love. It's I love so Death eclectic. As, it's so eclectic as well. Like there's diff- like each song's slightly different, and it just yeah, yeah, it. it's great. Um, best role playing game goes to a Disco Elysium. Which Hell yeah! I think we both picked as well. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. currently, you have that. You've got you got that one up from score and music. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Um, uh, next up, we got best performance. Uh, we went to Mads Mikkelsen. Dropped the ball on this one because I voted with my heart too much. I voted for Matthew Peretta for Dr. Casper Darling in Control. Um, I believe you picked Mads, didn't you? I absolutely did. And yeah. I tell you what, Joel, I don't, I hate saying it, but I think if you'd finished, finished Death Stranding, you may have as well. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to finish it. I just, um, Mads is a character in Death Stranding. It's mm. Death Stranding. <sighs> okay, I, uh, I just I can't wait to speak freely to you about it, Joel. All right, because all right. I promise. I swear. I swear. I think, I think when you get to the end of that game, like I think you're gonna feel something. And I'm excited. 
Oh, good, Kyron. That's okay. It's just, and I think I was talking to you about this as well. I've just, I've got to get in the mindset to get back into it because once I get in, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, for like sure. I'm in for a I good couple of hours at least. But it's getting over that hurdle of like, like getting out of the mindset of like, oh, but I'm gonna to want to set aside like a few hours for it. Exactly, because it is, it is a game you sort of you settle into after you get yeah. into a rhythm after your first half hour doing your deliveries, and you're like, okay, now I'm feeling it, and yeah. it's just hard to to do that when you know you're a working adult especially in your situation where you've got a kid like yeah yeah it's tough yeah yeah but boy if like on the nights when i was able to give it that attention i just i fell into it and yeah yeah look forward to to goatees when i talk about death stranding because i have feelings (laughs) i hopefully will be as well um but continue on we've got best ongoing game which went to Fortnite. 14 Uh, was snubbed it was robbed yeah, it was. The fucking audience was like all over it as well, I think. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we both didn't get that one. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I went Apex Legends. I picked that one for the wrong category. Uh, best narrative goes to Disco Elysium again. Um, I think we both picked Control. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, honestly, mm. Disco Elysium, I haven't played it yet, but after the Game Awards, it's basically I have to play it before yep. we get together to talk about the best of the best for 2019. It just seems like this game is a bona fide don't skip. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, don't sleep on this one, apparently. Um, best multiplayer game went to Apex Legends. Uh, sure. And I voted with my heart on that one, voted for Division 2. Um, Tetris I-9 was robbed. <laughs> I believe Division 2 was probably the best multiplayer game I played this year, so that's just me. And I forgot that I'm not in charge of the Game Awards. Um, best mobile game. And I didn't realize how much, how big this game actually is. But uh, the winner was Call of Duty Mobile. I was um, so bummed, dude. Yeah, it's really shitty. Because the other four games on that list are like genuinely, they're all vastly different. And they're all excellent fucking game. Well, I, mean, I can't speak for Sky, the Children of the Light. But I mean, it's, 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 it's Journey, so like it's probably good. Yeah, it's that game. It's that game company. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to be basically exactly Journey. Yeah, like it's fine. But yeah, Call of Duty Mobile. Apparently, it's had a good year. Fucking whatever. Congrats, I guess. Yeah, good one. Um, best indie game went to Disco Elysium. Big winner this year. Won four awards. Won four awards. It did. Yes. Um, did you pick that for that one? Absolutely not. I think I picked Goose Game. Yeah, I went Katana Zero on that one. Voted with my heart again. Oh, boy. Um, games for Impact went to Gree. Or Gris. Was winner? I love, I love it. I think it's Gree. Yeah. No, I, I, apparently there's a tweet that Devolver put out saying oh. that it is Gree, but most people say it is Grease. So, but why? it's <laughs> whatever. Yeah, cool. Gree, Grease, Gris um, is the winner of Games for Impact. Uh, what did you pick for that one? I think I picked Kind Words. Ah, uh, yeah, me too, yeah. Uh, all right. Best Game Direction went to Death Stranding, rightfully so. Yeah, look, uh, like, upon picking my winner, I'm like, no, I, it's obviously Death Stranding. Like, no doubt yeah. about it. I did pick that one, so I'm back in the game. Um, all right. And then we've got Fresh Indie Game presented by Subway. Uh, which went to Disco Elysium. Fourth win for the night. Presented by uh, Reggie Fizeme with, boy, that man. 
can give a speech. Fucking A, he can. He that, is uh, incredible. He's a fucking treasure. He's an absolute treasure, that man. God, and I just, the best. Oh, he's so wonderful. And the fact that he was, I love when they, when they brought him out and the way he like fucking sauntered out with the sunglasses on. He I'm came like, out, he came oh. out Reginator style from that Mega 64 video and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Fucking great. Oh, you're an absolute gem. What a superstar. Um, all right. What do we get next? Best fighting game. Smash. Yeah, Moving Smash, on. <laughs> I was terribly surprised. I can't believe Jump Force didn't win. No, no. Oh. I, I feel like I'm being mean to Jump Force, but like. I'm sorry, Jump Force, but like, yeah. what, were you, what were you trying to do? <laughs> I mean, I, I think Jump Force was uh, Jump Force's own worst enemy is itself. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, best family game went to Luigi's Mansion Three. Hell yeah, it did. Uh, that's one for you, isn't it? It certainly is. <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. I went for Mario Maker Two. I went for the Outlier. Um, I, I had a feeling about it, but. Nah, man, like, with all the positive buzz Luigi's Mansion 3 had been getting, and this being the only award I think it was really up for, it was always going to win. Yeah, And again, fair. it's another one of those games that I need to try and play, but there's so little time. Yep. I'll look forward to our Game of, game of the Year 2019 episode in the middle of 2020. <laughs> um, Scheduled to, to air December 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be, oh, Jesus. Um, all right. We Come got on, that's it. Esports teams like oh. Esports team, G2 Esports. I was wrong. I was wrong as well. Uh Esports player, a Booger. I think I picked Booger. I did. Booger as well. was the kid, right, from Fortnite. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Then yes, I did. Yeah. yeah, we both picked that one. Um then we've got Esports host, which is Shocks. Um I didn't pick that, it was Golden Boy. Who did yeah. get a little bit of a, a nod, he got to present It was cool. Like, yeah, I was like, that's cool. It's cool seeing Golden Boy. Yeah, fuck yeah, Golden Boy. Um, uh, Esports Game of the Year, League of Legends. Hell uh, yes, League of Legends. I didn't fucking get that. That's the only I time you're ever going to say that sentence, Kyrie. It Hell yeah, is. League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time you will hear those words uttered from Kyrie's mouth. Um, spot on. And it's not not any not of any like ill will. I just am bad at it and don't have time to learn it. Yep, totally fair. Um, best esports event went to League of Legends World Championship 2019. Eva was right. Uh, yeah, I I picked IEM, but whatever. Uh, best esports coach went to Sonic. I got that one. I did not. <laughs> uh, uh, best uh, content creator of the year went to Shroud. Um, I went with Ewok. I got that. <laughs> You got that. But again, like, after I felt it, because I was like, I picked Shroud because I knew him from the Xbox banner. But, yep. like, when they talked more about Ewok, I'm like, no, Ewok should have won. Yeah, fuck yeah, Ewok should have won. And that little, the little, like, um, what was it that was called? Was she one of the, no, she wasn't a global gaming citizen. She was, it was one of the ads for Omen, I think. HP Omen. Yeah, it was, yeah. But then, just that little snippet, I was like, fuck yeah, she seems like awesome person. Yeah. Good kid. Should have won. Uh, best community support uh, went to Destiny 2. I got that Final one. Final Fantasy 14 was robbed. <laughs> no joke. Like, I recommend you if you watch for Easy Eyes reactions, just for just for Damiani's reaction when that award gets given out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, best audio design went to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which, of course, it did. I forgot that the fucking sound design in those games is, like, part yeah. of the game. I always forget that shooters always have great sound design. 
Yeah, and Call of Duty it's particularly always put a lot of effort into into it, and it's pretty good. But yeah, whatever. Uh, best art direction went to Control. It did. Which I picked that one. I also did. Yes. Damn it. Um, Joe, I just want to let you know, like as I, as I told you in chat when I was tallying my votes, I was worried until we got to the genres. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, action adventure game. Uh, best action adventure game went to Sekiro. Shadows died twice. Damn straight, it did. Did not pick that. Uh, I did. <laughs> went for Resident Evil Two on that one. Um, best action game went to Devil May Cry Five. Did pick that one. Yeah, it was kind of a because win. had to win that one. If uh, I, I, if only so they could play Devil Trigger. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Should have let it play longer. They should have been their speech. Just let that play. Um, they, should just, they should have just had that performance from last year again. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And then backed it up with um, Mick Gordon doing doing songs from Doom. That's hey, maybe next year, man. Fucking, oh God, I hope so. Um, and then, of course, finally, we have the game of the year, which went to Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I've never been so happy to be wrong. Yeah, look, I, I was like, well done, but also you fucked me. Um so like, I I thought Resi two I I my biggest shock was that Resident Evil two won nothing. I thought it would get something because that game is right yeah stellar. Yeah, so I, I believe by the end of that I had twelve. I'm gonna quickly count, but yeah, one two. Yeah, I'll well, count two. Three, one two three four five. Eleven, twelve. Yep, that's that's the twelve. Joel, I guess you're playing Jump Force. I guess I'm playing fucking Jump Force. Who who like who are we gonna play as? Who are you gonna pick? Ah, oh, fucking oh, I should pick someone from an anime that I don't like because I'm gonna hate them by the end of it. So I'm just so thankful because I remember playing the demo and just feeling revolted. Mm, I'm not. I'm not excited. I'm just not being excited like, about it. Okay, I'll try it out. I'll I'll boot up. I'll f- I can pick Freezer. We'll pick Freezer. What have you done? Yeah. What have you done to this character? Why? So, I'd also like to point out now as well that the, that for the the two I I'm two for two losing by a point because I lost by a point last year as well. And I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I was so worried. Also, I just want to point out in general. Man, we were way off base with our picks. Yeah, really were. Like, um, man, I I was feeling so good at first because like I was like, I was like four out of five for the first five awards that went through. I was like, oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling on top of the world. And then like as it went on, I was like, oh no, I'm starting to feel less confident. And then yeah, messaging you the next day, and you're like, I haven't tallied mine yet. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then you were like, oh, I think I got like thirteen or something. I was like. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I recounted like point. two or three times. Yeah, was, I remember your response was, wait, what? <laughs> In all caps. Um, like I said, I was worried until the genres came up, and I think I nearly got all of them perfectly, which made me happy. Yeah. Oh, well, so yeah, that's something else you can look forward to. That's cool, because I can just add that into onto the pile of fucking games I have to play now, so... no. That, here's what we're, we're going to make Jump Force a thing. I'll come. I'll come around. We'll play it for a couple of hours. It'll be a good time. Okay. It'll be bad. 
Yep, it's going to be bad. Yeah, we'll do... So I think, what was it, five hours we decided on of the story mode? Was it five hours? I don't remember, but we, we can yeah, figure out details. But hours. the important thing to me, Joel, is that you are playing Jump Force and not me. Yeah. Yep. But if you yeah. would like, we can engage in some in some one-on-one matches. I don't know. By the time I finish playing that story mode, I'm probably not going to want to. <laughs> I'm probably just going to be like, no, I'm done. Can what we play OC Smash are you instead? going to make? Oh, man, you've got to start planning your OC. Oh, God, Kyron. You need to make your original Shonen Hero character. Oh God! <laughs> oh, this it is like me. this is my dream. It hurts me so much. Oh my fucking god! Give anyway. yourself to the anime, Joel. Just let it happen. Anyway. Let it take you. Anyway, I like anime. I don't like bad games. I don't like <laughs> bad cool. things. I am also like, the same. <laughs> like I like watching anime. I hate bad things. I don't like bad things at all. And this looks like a bad thing. Oh boy. Anyway, I go through this pain so you don't have to. Um, I'm thankful. Like I was worried. The, I was sweating. That goes. That goes to you, and it goes to the audience as well. So, um, and hey, if you yeah. enjoy Jump Force, good. For, I'm happy for you. It's yeah, just, like hey, I, no shade. I look at it, and I just I feel sad. <laughs> yeah, no shade. Like, but I just it looks like a dumpster fire, um, a dumpster fire that I'm going to dive headfirst into. Um, God damn. Anyway. Uh, I reckon that's an episode, though, Karen. Yeah, I, think that's, I think it's an episode. Uh, yeah. So, as always, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate your support. If you would like to, to show us a little bit extra support, uh, whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on, uh, throw us a thumbs up, a review, some stars, a share, whatever you can offer. It helps, and we do appreciate it. As for our individual, or as for our, not our individual, our social media accounts you can find us on twitter facebook and instagram where we are just dialogue options individual accounts you can find me on twitter where i am at lemon x and my tweets this week boy uh <laughs> lots of star wars lots of star wars um star wars yeah star wars huh uh where can i find you joel uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where, yeah, bit of Star Wars. Star Wars? Star Wars. Bit of Star Wars, but I also did get a chance to go see Knives Out last week. And oh, Joel, I'm so glad you saw Knives Out. That get, that movie is fucking excellent. I um, think it is my favorite movie of the year. I haven't yep. seen Jojo Rabbit yet because we have to yep. wait till Boxing Day. Yeah, but uh, that's actually, but, um, man, it's a week away now, so I'll, soon I'll see it. <laughs> Um, I also threw out some love to Edge of Shikari as well because I got to see them at Good Things and it was good. Nice. Um, and yeah, they're a, a great band if you're into that kind of thing. But but yeah, Knives Out, man. Oh, such a good movie. Super excellent movie. I love it. Just 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 a joy to watch. Like, yeah, it is for just sure. beautiful to watch. Um, but that's about it for me. Well, in that case, I will let our wonderful theme song see us out and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Options podcast.